What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is, what is it, Friday, what is it, uh, well, I guess technically uh, Friday the 13th, was going to do this early yesterday, and then uh, all this news of this coronavirus started coming in crazy with comedy clubs canceling and um, all kinds of shit, not knowing what's going on, so um, obviously we were going to talk about that. You guys are listening to episode 438 here on um, Friday the 13th, 2020. Um, we have a global pandemic, people, and um, I'm not really going to change, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I'm going to be honest with you right out of the gate on this one. I'm not really going to change my tune from where I stood, um, the last time I did my podcast last week, um, on, you know, the wash your hands episode where, look, I definitely think it's a, uh, serious thing to be concerned about. I definitely see that it's spreading, obviously not like, uh, China, uh, which is stabilizing by the way, but China and, uh, those poor people in Italy, and how crippling it's been um, for them and obviously certain nations other than the United States. So I'm not going to downplay this at all, um, but I got to be honest with you. I'm doing as much research as I guess a civilian can. You know, like I said, I don't want to act like I am an expert. Um, You know, sometimes I tell dick jokes in malls. So why would you listen to somebody who's a comedian telling dick jokes in malls as opposed to a scientist or somebody who's like researched germs their whole life? I get that. But I am listening. Of course, my dog's got to fucking bark while I'm trying to talk about this. Um, I did listen to a ton of doctors and a ton of scientists and... um, you know, just looking at the numbers and the projections and also the fatality rate. And that to me is the big one. Um, I'm definitely concerned for, you know, parents and grandparents and people in their, you know, uh, late 60s, 70s and 80s, especially if there was already health issues. But the one thing that like nobody's talking about, and I actually think that it's a good thing that Tom Hanks and his wife got it, I think it's a good thing that some of these NBA players are getting it because what's going to happen is in a week or two, they're just going to come out and go, yeah, I was fine. It's a strain of the flu. I really believe that. I'm not trying to downplay it. You know, I, uh, I may be canceling shows. I don't know. As of right now, um, some city shows might be canceled. Um, as of right now, and I don't know where this is going to stand, we're going to wait a couple of weeks, but my Magoobies shows in Baltimore um, on the 26th, 27th, and 28th are still on. We're going to reassess things um, in the next week and really see, but you know, right now, um, they're still on, and um, we're just going to you know, obviously keep a really close eye on everything to make sure everybody stays um, safe, okay? Um, and I'm not trying to downplay it. You know, for the NBA, the NHL, MLB, no sports. You know, by the way, I mean, this thing did do the Knicks a favor. I mean, talk about putting a team out of their misery. Uh, Nothing like a good old virus to stop a Knicks season. But in all seriousness, I know that shit is, um, you know, serious with this. And I also know that I think what the real panic is, what the panic should be, in my opinion, again, dick jokes in a mall. Um, is 
like enough hospital beds, enough doctor's offices, enough if a bunch of people are getting 103, 104 fever and having a hard time breathing, having them have enough space and medical attention to fix that. That's what I think is more of the concern of, listen, this would be a full-fledged panic if they were like, yo, if you get the coronavirus, you're going to fucking die. That's just not the case here. It's just not the case here. And I actually think there's been a lot more people with it that I I actually think people have had it in January and February, didn't know it went away, and now it's coming out more and more. I think that this is just a, you know, they said 80% of people won't even feel any symptoms and it'll feel like a normal cold. So what does that tell you? You know, and of course, people that are older with a respiratory, you know, infection is going to hurt them. So, um, but I am being precautious. I'd be lying if I said I didn't get a little concerned and scared the last couple of days where I was just like, all right, shit is shutting down. This is unprecedented. I was talking to my father, you know, and he said never in his life has anything like this ever happened. Um, the fact that they're shutting down sports, there's literally no sports right now, um, except NASCAR. So like I said, there's no sports right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Relax, you fucking NASCAR dickhead. I'm joking. But, um, yeah, so I'm just, you know, being precautious, making sure, you know, I mean, listen, you guys know me, I'm a hypochondriac. Okay. Here's the fucked up part is now I'm just scared to cough and I'm sure everybody is, you know, uh, people are joking around and tweeting and talking about if they get something stuck in their throat, they're petrified, but it's true. I was on the phone with somebody, they started coughing. They were like, no, no, no. I just, I just swallowed something wrong. That's why I'm doing that. I don't have coronavirus. Like everybody has to. You know, everybody's freaking out about if they should cough, if they could sneeze. You know, some poor asshole's got allergies. He probably was sitting in a fucking Target the other day, sneezed three times, and then people want to shoot him. It's definitely a, it's definitely a different type of thing, and it is definitely scary when you see the numbers go up and all that stuff. But 37 deaths in our country, um, and, you know, what's it called? God rest their souls of the people that died from this. But, um, all in all, looking at the other numbers, I think like the, the regular flu and stuff like that, but this is definitely scary. So, um, it makes you think about your family. It makes you want to just be inside and not get, you know, not have any chance to get anything. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Like I, I didn't have a panic attack, but the weird thing was, where was I yesterday? I was somewhere yesterday and I was just like, reading something and then just watching the news. And this is going to lead me to my unacceptable, okay? But I'm watching this shit and like the way it's being projected on TV is, and especially on certain networks, you would actually think that we were all going to die. You know, you would actually, I mean, they're shutting down Broadway. And I actually get that. I get shutting down the sports and Broadway because why even take a chance? Like I said, hospital beds, enough doctors, medical attention. You want to make sure, you know, you can't have a fucking whole hospital filled up with people because, you know, during a pandemic, all you assholes wanted to see Wicked. I get that. Okay. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen, go fuck yourself. Okay. I get that. You know, I'm totally for shutting shit down just to be safe and just to make sure that you're in front of it. It's like if you're flying in an airplane and, you know, 
what did they say? They say a lot of times when it's like pilot error or stuff goes on, they're behind the eight ball and then they're trying to catch up in the air. And by the time you try to catch up in the air, you're dead. You can't do that with things like that. You got to be in front of it. You got to have step by step taken. I feel like things being shut down. I love that not going to Europe or, you know, all that stuff. Just shut things down for a little while. I think we're going to get some good news in the next couple of weeks. But Paul, you're just being, you know, optimistic. Look what everybody's saying. Of course I'm being optimistic. What's the what's the alternative? We stick together. We hope for the best. But here's my unacceptable. Okay, this is really my unacceptable. And I it's never going to change, but I just have to vent about it because at least the reasonable people who listen to the Verzi Effect podcast, which by the way, guys, we're about to get video. We're getting video for this thing. So you're going to see my ugly mug during during these shows pretty soon. We've already, uh, that we're working on that. So, um, but you know, I believe that the people that listen to the Verzi effect that are diehards that listen to the Verzi effect are hopefully like me or obviously agree with me. Otherwise you wouldn't listen unless you're one of those people that hate me, but you hate me so much. You have to listen. I was like that for like two, like a week and a half with Bill Maher. I can't fucking stand that dude. Uh, I know I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast, but like, I bet you if I met him, he'd be great. But I just, the way that he would go about things, I couldn't stand. And then people are like, oh, but you have to watch. And I'm like, nah, nah, I kind of really don't. I'm going to turn it off. But here is my unacceptable for the week. Uh, wash your hands, everybody. That's all I'm going to keep saying during the episode. Just wash your hands. Just keep washing your fucking hands. Okay. Um, people, anybody, you know, making this political or trying to make this some co- some sort of political or social thing okay of course a president is going to do things to handle it right and i'm sure make a mistake because this has not happened since the early 1900s okay there are people i was at dinner i heard somebody going you know not to get political but i'm going to be an asshole here and get political you know, and and I, I heard somebody else go, I don't mean to be political, but let's be honest here. You know, if this guy was in office and then I was at somewhere else and it seems like everywhere I'm going out, it's like, oh, you just have like a political thing. You just have a political thing. Somebody else told me yesterday, I think it was, they were like, you know, not for nothing, but, uh, you know, and then there was somebody else on the other side, like not to make this political, but, you know, Trump is... Uh, you know, uh, what did he say? Trump is, um, I'm sorry, I just got, of course I got a text during the middle of this, dogs barking, text, you know, Trump could have handled this better, or, you know, the, the spe- I will say this, I do have to say this, and I have to be honest about it, okay? You guys know that I jump on people who jump on the president or any president for any little thing they do, Okay? When Barack Obama was president, he stepped on a bug or an ant or he slapped a fly and PETA was after him. I mean, it's just, and I'm the first to admit that when people cry about Trump, it's just, I find it ridiculous. But let's be honest. I did not watch Trump's speech the other night over the coronavirus, but the little bit that I did see, he he did not seem, it did not seem in control or leadership to me. And I, and I would be lying if I said it. And again, Dix, that's not a political statement. It's what I saw. Okay, I'm always going to say what I see. Good, bad, whatever. If you agree, you disagree. President Trump looked fucking shook. He looked like he was fucking having a hard time reading what he was doing. He just did not look. It just did not look 
like a presidential leadership thing going, guys, we're going to be fine. Wash your hands. Stay home if you can. Um, you know, let me know, you know, let the people know how you feel. If you feel sick, you know, we got great people to help you. This is a minor thing. Even if you get it, you could be okay. You could beat it. 80% of the people are beating it. You're going to be fine. Like nothing like that. He just was looking stone cold into the camera, reading all fucked up. And it did not, it was definitely not a good look. I mean, let's be fucking honest. Um, but that's okay. And, and he's had, you know, his state, his last state of the union, everybody freaked out because it was fucking great. So it's like, I'm, I'm one of these people where like, I just see what it is and I don't really pick a side. So when you do that, people don't get upset with you because a lot of people are just, you know, just one-sided and all they do is think about they're blinded. You know, the guy's never going to do anything. If, if, if he did come out like that, then, they, then it would be, oh, well, he's downplaying. He doesn't care. People are going to die. And if he acts really panicked, it's going to be like, why are you making the American people panic? So it's a really kind of a, a lose-lose for somebody in his position, and I get that. But um, definitely it did not seem like a good look. But my unacceptable is making this a political thing. Nobody expected this. Nobody, you know, wanted this. Nobody was trying to act either too slow or too fast to either downplay or, or, or you know, induce panic in people. So that shit needs to stop. And here's the other thing. Saying it's racist to say that this came from China, fuck you. It's not racist. It did come from China. Okay? Nobody's shitting on Chinese people. You know, nobody's coming out there in, in, in public and going like, you know, the, the, the Chinese people are, they, they're, they're at fault. Screw them. I'm not fucking eating, a, you know, I'm not eating chicken and broccoli today. Like, nobody's saying that. Okay? At all. So the way I look at it, it's like if, if somebody says, oh, this disease came from that little, that village or whatever in China, that's not, that's not racist. That's not racist. You're stating a fact. I'm Italian and Greek. And if it came from Italy or Greece and somebody there did something, I'll go, yeah, it came from where my family comes. I mean, it's just, I just, that's like the thing that I just don't get. I was listening to that, um. I saw something on, on Twitter, somebody posted, a comedian posted that, what is her name, that AOC, the fucking chick with the, the, the eyes, the bug eyes freaking out or whatever, and she's sitting there, she's, you know the one, she's, her eyes are always really wide open and she's just yelling about something or she's trying to make a fact and she never sounds smart, that one, and she said something along the lines of like, uh, and I don't know, she, maybe she is smart, but all the things I've seen is maybe just because comedians are making fun of it online, but that's what I just saw, but her saying like, not going to a Chinese restaurant is racist. It's like, how? That's unacceptable. Okay, if this disease is coming from China and somebody is a little afraid, you're telling people to bring hand sanitizer everywhere they go, yet they should go to a place with a fucking duck hanging in the window from the country that this disease originated in? Are you people out of your fucking minds? How's that racist? If this thing came from Italy and I found out that, you know, Roberto's or fucking Fat Mario's got deliveries from, guess what? I'm not going to Fat fucking Mario's. I'm just not going there. God, you can't even, like, state the obvious anymore without somebody being upset. Uh, maybe the coronavirus should take some people out. Anyways, no. So, uh, be careful. Wash your hands. Stay away from crowds. All that shit is good because the longer, the longer you can do that and the longer, the, here's the thing. I was talking to my buddy yesterday about this. 
The more people stay in and stay away from people, the better. Because what that does is that frees up doctor's offices and hotel beds and it lets the people doing research for um, antibiotics and all kinds of shit to fight this thing, vaccines. All you got to do in something like this, especially when it's not killing everybody, is just buy time so they could get a hold of it. Just buy time. Okay? So you shouldn't be upset that you can't see fucking Harry Potter and the Cursed Child or Book of Mormon this week. You, You shouldn't be. Sit home. Watch your shit at home. Okay, it's 2020. You got Apple TV. You got Netflix. You got Hulu. You got Amazon. You got video games. You got everything you fucking want in your house. Sit home for a while. Wait. Just wait. Um, That's all I would say. You know, and I think that... um, I think I have a prediction. I could be wrong. I think in two to three weeks, we're going to start getting good news that they're really able to, to, things are better. I think that once Tom Hanks comes out and speaks publicly, which you know he's gonna, and he says, we had it, it felt like a cold, this and that, watch all these fuckers die, it's gonna be a nightmare, but you know what I mean, like, (laughs) they're like, things were good, and then day 13, you know, Rita Wilson's head exploded, like that, obviously, God forbid, but we don't want anything like that, so, but I don't think so, I think people have had it, I think it'll be okay. So just wait, stay home. You don't need to be in big crowds and just see what happens in the next week. Um, I'm upset because they postponed the Masters. I was supposed to go to the Masters with all of my boys. Burr, Bartnick, uh, Lawhead was going. Their dads were going. We Jamie Bendel over at the Atlanta Punchline. Everybody was going to this thing and we were excited and now they postponed it. So um, pretty crazy stuff. Pretty unprecedented crazy stuff. This is uh, This is a wild wild thing the nice thing is i told my kids i was like you guys can't get it you know and then all of a sudden there was an article well they can get it but they won't get nothing and my kids are looking at me sideways like are you lying to me dick and i'm like no you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get it schools probably uh, some of the schools around us are shutting down and um yeah it's definitely a unique time for sure unique time um but moving on like I said, wash your hands. We'll name this one wash your hands. Um, you know there's some people that are just standing in their cellar with a gun and their family behind them. You know, 1,500 gallons of water, just bags of rice and heaters. And, you know, there's definitely people somewhere. There's some guy right now with, like, a fucking rifle to his wife's head going, they're not going to get you before, you know, we're, I'm not going to let them get you. Like. <laughs> I'm not trying to make light of it, but I'm just that was in a movie where a guy like vampires were coming. A guy just killed his loved ones so the vampires didn't bite him. You know what I mean? There are people that are losing their shit here, and you just can't lose your shit here. And again, dick jokes in a mall. By the way, speaking of dick jokes in a mall, I want to thank everybody who came out to Levity Live last weekend. Um, I'm not going to lie, the coronavirus definitely affected um, some nights, especially Thursday and Sunday. But I got to tell you, the turnout on Friday and Saturday was amazing. We sold out the first show uh, Saturday. The first show Saturday, over 300 all the way to the wall, not a seat to be had. Um, there and then second show Saturday looked amazing. It was it was really great too. 
both shows Friday great. So thank you guys so much for coming out to Levity Live. Everybody came up to me like, you're right. I can't believe this comedy club is in a mall. It's a great comedy club. It's run by two great dudes, John and Matt. Um, who just do a great job, great staff. They take care of uh, they take care of everybody. They take care of the 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 audience, of course, but also the comedians that go in there. And I had a great great time. And then we went next door and watched that um, UFC fight. That Israel guy, the champion, who uh, I've never seen a worse decision or a, just a shitty fight by a champion ever. So that was brutal. But anyway, we had a really good time. Um, you know what I keep doing, though, with this outbreak or whatever? I keep just feeling my head. And I'm like, do I got a fever? You know, just like, am I tired? And then one guy was like, yeah, what happens is you'll get like a fever, like 103 or 104 out of nowhere. And it's only going to last like eight hours. And then you're just going to need rest and you're going to have a cough and blah, blah, blah. So now like every three minutes, I'm just like, is it hot in here or am I? How's my voice? Am I? Yeah. Here's what it made me think of. Let's get real for a second. You want to get real here on TVE 438? Wash your hands. Here's what it made me think about. What happens, because a lot of people hear the word pandemic and they think millions of people dying. Um, not always the case. Pandemic could just is just basically like what this is. It's just something is spreading all over the place. They need to get a hold of it. And uh, they're trying to figure it out. So stay inside quarantine. Like, you know, a global pandemic. This is happening all over the world. But imagine this for a second. Imagine, and I think it was the movie Outbreak or whatever. But imagine this shit. And if you got it, you're gone. That's what's fucking like. That's what's scary. Like, this should be like a training session for if the shit really goes down really, really bad. And I'm not saying, I'm not downplaying this. I'm not saying that this isn't the real deal. I'm just saying if there was some shit where it's like, no, 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 no. You go out, you're fucking dead. This thing is airborne. People are dropping. You know, you see the tally of death just just going up, just popping up, and people are fucking dead. That would be, and it kind of lets you know. The last time I saw panic was when Hurricane Sandy hit the Jersey Shore and everywhere was running out of gas. And I saw a line of people in a car, in cars, outside the gas, just a line of cars outside the gas pump, all the way into the street far, causing traffic for these people to get, you know, gallons of gas in their car. And people were getting shot. One guy got out with a crowbar, fucking beat another guy. It was like anarchy to get this gas, and it just lets you know, as crazy as those movies are in Hollywood about when the shit hits the fan, you're like, no, it's not that crazy and far-fetched. you want to know why? Because I love my family. You know, I love my family, and um, I need gas because me and my family are getting the fuck out, and that's everybody's mentality. Me and my family are getting out. I need to take care of my, my, my children. I need to take care of my wife. I need to take care of my family. We have a car, and if there's a destination we could get to to get the hell out of Dodge and get to safety, I'm going to do that. Well, guess what? When thousands and thousands of people in the same community have that thought, shit's going to go down and go bad. So one of the smartest things I saw was when they were like, here's what you need to do. Get your medications that you need and fill your gas tank. (laughs) That's it. Make sure, obviously, food and water. 
that, that I don't think you need to say that. We need food and water to live. But other than the food and water, your medication so you don't die or lose your mind and having gas in the car in case you got to get the fuck out of here. So there you go. So there's some survival tips here from the Verzi effect. Okay. You don't use too much toilet paper when you wipe your ass. That was one of the funniest things. Is I didn't understand why people were freaking out about toilet paper. No, I, I, let me rephrase that. I didn't understand why people didn't understand why people were going nuts over toilet paper. People going, what's with this toilet paper thing? Why is there a toilet paper shortage? It's not in your ass. The disease, <laughs> the disease doesn't hit you if you have a dirty ass. And it, and I wanted to say to people, no, you fucking, it's because people are staying home. That's why. Nobody's going out shitting in a public bathroom. That's all that means. I don't understand what the confusion was. Like, why is everybody wiping out toilet paper? You can't get corona of the ass. And I'm just thinking to myself, are you guys thinking or, or not? The reason why they're doing it is because they're going to be... <laughs> They're just going to be shitting home for the next two or three weeks. That's why. They're going to be just shitting at home. And they want to make sure that there's enough TP for their ass and the asses of their loved ones in their house. That's all that that is, guys. I don't understand what the confusion was. People are losing their minds, ready to stab you in the throat over hand sanitizer. And I'm thinking, well, just wash your hands with soap and water or worst case scenario, dump rubbing alcohol on your hands. That'll pretty much kill everything. If you don't have that, take a bottle of Tito's, take two shots of it and then dump it on your hands. You're going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. Watch, this is like the last documented thing of the apocalypse where there's like two people sitting in some cave. It's like Book of Eli. And they just hit the thing, and it's like, hey, welcome back. This is a Verzi Effect episode. <laughs> I'm like fucking Will Smith and I Am Legend at the South Street Seaport hitting golf balls. And all the last thing you hear is, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Everybody's just ashes being flown all over the place. No, we're going to be okay. I believe that. We're going to be okay. We're going to get past it. Just stay away from crowds. Fuck the Book of Mormon. You can handle no sports for a little while. Play some video games. Watch some movies with your family. Get some rest. Drink some Gatorade. Drink some water. That's the other thing. I'm like actually preparing as if I have it. Even though I don't. I'm just like I'm drinking water. I'm getting rest. I'm taking vitamins. So like if God forbid they were like, oh yeah, you have it inside you but you'll be alright. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I was for this vitamin C packet. Took it. I'm one of those guys too. I'm like, just take a fucking vitamin C and you're going to be... Like vitamin C is going to cure AIDS. Just take a vitamin C packet. You're going to be, well, you lost a leg? Take a vitamin C packet. The leg will grow back. Just vitamin C. All you need is a, just get some oranges. Let everybody else be going crazy wiping their ass with toilet papers. I'm going to get some oranges. Um, so that's, that's where we're at. No sports is a little rough, though, just because when you're home, you're like, oh, let's see what the Knicks are up to. I mean, even though you know what they're up to. Or let's see what's going on now. Like baseball's postponed for a couple of weeks, and you know nothing with um, nothing with uh, the NFL yet because it's too far away. So that's good. But like no NCAA tournament, March Madness gone. It's like an American staple. It's one of the biggest American sporting events in history. That's gone. College kids, college seniors are going to lose that opportunity and lose that experience. I mean, but I guess you have to do what you have to do. So, I mean, I'm not, but that, that does, that's a tough one. This whole thing is really, uh, this whole thing is really tough. Um, 
Imagine if Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks got on and was like, guys, they're lying to us. We're all going to die. Don't get it. Stay in your home. <laughs> stay, stay in your house. Let's see um, what we got going on here. Um, Ryan writes in to the Verzi effect. By the way, write in to uh, unacceptables for TVE at Gmail if you have anything we want to talk about. Let's see. Ryan writes in Chipotle. Um, Wangster? Okay. I'm at Chipotle right now, and I wish I could take a picture of what is in front of me, but it's too crowded. This dude in his 20s, working behind the counter, has no belt on, and literally his entire ass is hanging out. What the fuck is wrong with this dipshit? He is working in a crowded restaurant with 20 people looking at him, and he's totally oblivious. Uh, Gotta be the parents. Well... Um, the last thing that I would want to see if I went to Chipotle right now with the coronavirus out there is the guy making my shit or bringing it to the counter's ass crack. So right there, somebody should call a manager in and go, hey, asshole, okay, I'm petrified to touch somebody I love's hands. How about this guy's ass gets covered up, you dickhead? There's chicken and vegetables everywhere. What the fuck is wrong with you? I swear to God, that guy, I'm not even joking around or trying to be funny for the unacceptable. And thank you for writing in. But that's a great unacceptable. You want to know why, Ryan? Because that guy should be fired on the spot. I'm not even joking. I would actually expect a manager to see that and be like, dude, you just come in the back. You got to get out of here. You got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know what happened, but you're done. You're fucking done because your ass is exposed. Okay? Your ass is exposed during a fucking pandemic. It's just... Yeah, fine. Okay, so you wrote this in a couple of days ago before it was considered a global pandemic. All right, fine. Either way, either way, everybody knows what's going on with the coronavirus, and that's really unacceptable. And the last thing you write here is got to be the parents. I don't know about that. You know, maybe, yeah, but like, listen, I'm not going to lie. I never dressed like that, but I probably dressed like an asshole. I probably had sweatpants and sneakers and like a sweatshirt on when we went to a like a nice restaurant and my dad was looking at me sideways like what the fuck are you doing? I also think that it's a youth thing. I think some younger kids, I don't think today it's like it was back in the day where like, you know, you were younger and they were just in the 50s, 60s and even 70s, you were kind of decked out. You kind of were well groomed, decked out shoes not there wasn't a big sneaker thing i feel like the sneaker craze happened in the 80s for sure in the 80s you know i think there was a lot of boots and like cowboy boots and shoes in the before that and then i think in the 80s i think with the explosion of basketball magic bird and then jordan and then jordan sneakers and the spike lee commercial i think that that's when it took off um But let's be honest, unless it's a nice pair of sneakers and a nice pair of jeans and a good top shirt, whatever, you know, wearing sneakers is is definitely can be looked at as like, all right, what's this guy doing? You know, now, granted, I'll throw on $500 fucking Jordans that'll shit on any shoe in the room, but people don't see that. Um, But the pants off the ass, that's where I would expect people that love me to go, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so yeah, thank you for that unacceptable. That actually made me mad. I wish I didn't read this unacceptable, 
today, Ryan. I really do. I really don't because I feel like um, I feel like with everything going on, and somebody is just because look at it like this: if the guy's pants are hanging off of his ass crack, and his ass cheeks and crack are exposed in a restaurant where people are eating during Corona, what do you think his his hands are? Is that a guy? That sounds like he's washing his hands thoroughly. Is that a guy that sounds like he's using uh, Purell? Purell? No. That's a guy that fucking probably scratches his balls, picks his ear, every once in a while lifts his pants up a little bit, and then he's handing you a fucking chicken bowl or a taco. Fuck that guy. That guy should be fired. I'm not even joking around. I'm going to take it this far. Watch the guy loves the podcast and he gets fired and he kills me. He finds out where I am, tries to kill me. God forbid. Anyway, here's what I want you to do, Ryan. Call that Chipotle and say, I got a problem. Here's what's going on. Okay, you want to do something for your fellow man during a global pandemic, Ryan? Here's what you do. You call that Chipotle. You say, I need to talk to who's ever in charge there right now. You say, something's been bothering me and disturbing me for the last three days and you need to know what's going on. Okay, especially with everything going on and people spreading germs and spreading disease and this virus going out there. Oh, yeah, and that little thing they're calling a global pandemic. You got a guy in there whose fucking pants are down to his knees, his ass is out. Everybody sees it, and um, I'm kind of concerned about what I ate and him working there. What are you guys going to do about it? Hey, and while you're at it, I want a fucking Chipotle card, unlimited fucking bowls for the next six months. No, I'm just kidding. That's where you lose the argument. Where you're like, listen, this could all go away if I get like a fucking unlimited chicken bowl from now until May 17th, you know. But um, yeah, thank you for writing in. That's infuriating. It really is infuriating because you just you just got to be smarter than that. Um, but this is this is wild. I'm actually pretty impressed with my kids for not freaking out as much as they are. My kids are like, ah, it's all right. Um, I also said some, uh, read something today that said Trump likely to make an emergency declaration. The president is facing heightened pressure to take more decisive action on coronavirus. Um, alters Americans' everyday, alters Americans' everyday life. Um, yeah, I don't know. Then a coronavirus expert said, see, here's the things that are, uh, here's the other crazy thing about the coronavirus. People are saying there's mixed things here. I'd take a second thought about flying. Then somebody else said being in the airplane is, one guy said being in the airplane sitting next to a window is actually safer than being in a store with people because it's a six foot radius or whatever. I don't know what that means. Um... Then there's people that are going in to, to see if they have the coronavirus and they're putting them in with other people who we're going to see, which means somebody's going to have it and the people that don't have it, now they're hanging out with these assholes with it and then they're going to get it. So there's like a lot of confusion and shit. That's why I feel like staying home, staying inside, okay, if you do got to go out, make sure it's not a lot of people, it's quick, take precaution. But just staying home, and even if you start to feel some shit, drink some fluids, relax, do everything that you normally would do, and then if you're like, wow, this is fucking different. I mean, obviously, don't stay home and die, but I'm not going to a hospital with a sniffle or a cough right now, and then they put me in some room with a bunch of other people with a sniffle and a cough, and half of them have this fucking horrible disease because it's a respiratory thing, and I heard it leaves scar tissue. God, this fucking podcast is getting scary and depressing, but... Just take precaution, that's all. 
And um, and then somebody said, "Here's the last thing I'll say about this, and then we will uh, we will move forward." Is um, what's it called? They said that the mask does not help. Like last episode, no masks. But now they're saying that it could help a little bit or in certain situations or that it could be airborne for three hours. Nobody fucking knows what's going on. Nobody knows. Now the president the president spoke a couple days ago. Now he's going to speak again saying it's an emergency. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What's crazy is one of the biggest places that has it is in Westchester, but like South Westchester. Like by the Bronx, near Rochelle. They're on like lockdown. So it's uh it's pretty wild. Wash your hands. That's all I gotta say. Just wash your hands. Alright, let's see if there's anything else. There's really been nothing going on in other than this, so we may just cut this one short here. I will let you guys know the next podcast will be out probably, you know, on Wednesday. And um, I will let you guys know about the um, the video. Thanks for listening. People are reaching out. They wanted to find out when today's was coming out and what's going on. And if today's was because of the pandemic. And I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking, if I'm sitting in my house, I'll just keep doing podcasts because I'm not going out to do anything unless it's to go fucking pick up a coffee. I heard Starbucks is shutting down. They're closing some Starbucks down too. So go shopping and um, get your toilet paper, get your sanitary shit. Get your your Purell. And uh, I love looking at what people think are their essentials, though. It's really funny. It reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. He got, like, that rubber ball that goes on the paddle. He's like, just get the bare essentials. And he just got, like, cases of beer and, like, the worst shit, like beef jerky. Um, all right. So, yeah, here we go. There's big fights about which news network. All right. Anyway. Disneyland and Disney World closed due to outbreak. Well, I would hope fucking so. I would hope so. Yeah, guys, everything's closed down. We're closing Broadway. But if you want to see Mickey get in line, yeah, that's a, a bunch of tourist assholes hopping on airplanes to go see fucking Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck at Disney World and Disneyland. I, I, I would hope that they would, you know, I would hope that they would do that. It's weird, though, too, like watching, like, shows with studio audience just gone so that you just hear two staffers or two writers, like... <laughs> Good one, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> and there's nothing to report in sports or movies. So let's go to movies. We'll just talk about movies real quick and then we'll get out of here. Where are we? Where are we time-wise? This is TVE. Oh, 38 minutes. Perfect. We'll get to like 40-something minutes here. We'll do the plugs and we will get out of here. I just want you guys to be safe. Wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands, everybody. All right, sorry that your Book of Mormon um, thing got postponed. You know there's somebody freaking out. I was supposed to go to Book of fucking Mormon Thursday the 12th, okay? Now I can't go see this shit until... Is somebody losing their mind? All right, let's see here. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I did not see The Invisible Man, which did $15 million. I did see Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers is getting a bad rap. I don't know why it wasn't fresh. On It's just good old American, wholesome, funny stuff. Like, I don't, you know, it's like giving these guys a bad score, bad reviews. It's like, what do they do besides make a funny, 
wholesome show for Americans for years and years and with over 200 episodes and then they put out a movie for you guys to go and enjoy that with your family and then it's like what did you guys want fucking Casablanca with Impractical Jokers what did you guys want you guys see what they do they joke with people in focus groups and they fuck around in a mall what did you want to have happen did you did did you want Apocalypse Now did you, you want Martin Sheen's performance in Apocalypse Now I'm angry. I'm a little angry. People just are dumb, and it's a, it's it's affecting me. I want to see 1917. I didn't see that. Yeah. So the only movie I saw, I actually really saw, really saw nothing. Didn't see Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't watch any Ben Affleck movie till he apologizes to me. And make no mistake, I will run into Ben Affleck one of these days, and I'm gonna say to him, I'm gonna go, yo, listen, here's the deal, dude. We were at a party. You saw my Yankee hat. You bumped into me hard. You didn't say excuse me. You kept walking. I know you did it on purpose because of that. I heard that that's what you do. And uh, I'll chalk it up to you being a drunk at the time. And um, I like enjoyed some of the shit you did before that. But here's the deal, Ben. Okay? Um, You know what you did. I know what you did. And you bumped me really hard to the point where if my son or daughter ever bumped into somebody like that, they're definitely going to say excuse me regardless of the hat. But you just gotten Batman, and you thought you were the shit. I remember seeing you that night thinking you were the shit. You were drunk. You were hanging out with a bunch of people, and uh, you bumped into me really hard because I was wearing a Yankee hat. So um, we could get past this, but you got to apologize. How funny would it be if I said all that, and he was like, you know what, Paul, you're right, man. I'm sorry. I was in a bad place that time, and you know I'm a big Red Sox fan, so I saw the hat. I was drunk, and I was like, fuck this guy, but I shouldn't have done that, man. Um, you know what? I got this part, man. I got this part in this movie. I think you'd be good. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, he becomes like the greatest guy in the world. Um, all right, guys. Well, here's, I mean, wow. Here, here's how you know there's something going on. I can't talk about sports. Okay. Um, movies, I guess I could have talked about, but I wanted to talk about what was going on. And uh, even my dates. So the only thing... Right now that I will talk about is the dates that are still um, on the books and look like they're going to happen, okay? And just so you guys know, I will do everything I can um, it, with the safety of myself and, and my family and everybody who comes to the shows and all that. I will make that decision the smart way um, based on all the information. So um, Magoobies is still on the books for a couple of weeks from now, but I'm watching that very, very closely, and I'm going to get more information and know probably, um, I would say, I'll know with within the week. So it's not for a couple of weeks, but in one week, I'll make a decision, and obviously, if you bought tickets, I know some people reached out, so they're looking forward to seeing me in Baltimore, but as of now, Magoobies is on, okay, March 26th, 27th, and 28th. It's on right now. Um, I have some dates we had when we were going to the Masters with Bill Burr, uh, April 9, 10, um, 13, 14. Uh, as, as far as I know, that's on the books. April 23rd, I'm in the Cincinnati Funny Bone, Liberty, um, 23, 24, 25, still on the books. May 2nd, the Newtown Theater in Newtown, Pennsylvania, co-headlining with Dave Landau, Still on the books, and then Wise Guys in um, Salt Lake City, May 8, 9, um, and 10, and then Atlantic City 15 and 16, 
all that stuff. And then June dates, Hartford, Funny Bone, all that's on the books. So right now, it looks like the only thing in danger could be the Baltimore date. But it, I repeat, it is still on the books. And I will make a decision on the next podcast, which will be Wednesday or Thursday of next week. So um, I'm just keeping an eye on it, making sure everybody's going to be safe. And obviously, if there's any concern, we will postpone that and get another date. So either way, it's going to be good. You will see me in Baltimore. It's just a matter of when. But right now, we're keeping that. And that's what it is. Um, But believe me when I tell you, I will do the smartest thing. Because let's be honest, I'm one of the fucking smartest guys you listen to. Okay, don't let the beard and the face fool you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm fucking, I'm scared. No, I'm joking. Um, there you go. That's all I got for this one. This one is uh, TVE 438. In all seriousness, if you take one thing from this podcast, I know we were joking. I'm joking about going to Broadway plays and stuff. But in all seriousness, stay home. I'm not even kidding. If I could fucking make one person not get this because they listen to my podcast, then that's what I'm going to do. Stay home. Um, okay, make sure you got food and all that stuff before a fucking crazy thing happens, go to the store, get your favorite shit for the next three, four fucking days, two weeks, whatever it is, and stay home, stay home with your family, rest, take care of yourself, take care of the people that you love, the people that love you, all that shit, be careful, don't be out in the masses, because you know there's some crazy asshole who's like, it's just a fucking cold. What do I give a fuck? And then he's out there coughing, coughing in the middle of Times Square, and the numbers go up because of this dickhead, and then there's a panic in the hospitals. Don't be that asshole. All right? And I will. I, the last thing I want to say is thank you all for loving my uh, Houston Astros tweet. Okay, I got like one or two people were upset with it, but I'm not going to lie. It was one of my favorite tweets so far of the year. Simple, easy. If you guys want to know, if you don't have a Twitter and you want to know what I tweeted, I will leave you with this. It's uh, it's uh, usually, it's not a typical Verzi joke. This is more of a monologue type joke. So don't get too excited. But here's what I tweeted. And people are getting a little upset with me, but I love it. But the majority of people liked it. So it's got over 200 and something, over 208 likes um, and uh, like 40 retweets and people keep going with it. So I'll leave you guys with this. You can laugh if you're in Texas. You're not going to like it. Um, I said, none of the Houston Astros have the coronavirus because they knew it was coming. And you know what? Fuck you if you don't like that. They did know it was coming. They took championships. They took MVPs. They got buzzards on and shit. Fuck them buzzers i should say there you go guys this has been episode tve episode uh 438 stay tuned got some good exciting stuff coming up and um, oh by the way the new um paul verzi youtube page is going to be completely relaunched um in a week and with new artwork and it might make a little adjustment to the artwork on the tve as we uh, look to get video Talk to you guys all about that soon. Thank you so much. Stay smart, stay healthy, and most importantly, wash your hands.